Welcome to Awakening, the podcast. A podcast hosted by a group of friends who interview various people about their faith, theology, and many other things. Buckle up for today's adventure in Awakening, the podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Awakening, the podcast. Today, it's it's just me. Nothing, nothing super special. Um, kind of giving everybody a, a week off because we also didn't really have any plan. It was either we try to cram something in or I just take the time to share something with you guys this week. So sorry if you hear noises. My cat is with me. So I wanted to share a message with you I wrote a while back called Keep the Faith. It is a message that I initially wrote as a sermon to be a guest speaker at Northridge Youth uh, back in October of 2022. And then it just kind of dropped off and haven't done anything with it. And it's like, well, I'm just I'm just going to share it because it's something that something that's been on my mind for a while. So let's pray and then we'll get started. Uh, Lord, thanks for today. Thank you just for the opportunity to come here and uh, be able to sh- thank you, God, for giving me the chance to share things with people. Uh, thank you that people are able to listen and take things from this and learn and even give feedback, God. Thank you just for the opportunity to be able to share your word and your name. Your name we pray. Amen. All right. So just so you guys know ahead of time, I don't believe that we're going to make a habit of turning Awakening the Podcast into sermons because it's a podcast. It's supposed to be interaction and talking, but just going to be a little bit different this week. So uh, bear with me and here we go. So to get started, I want to share a story about my grandpa Ruben, right? He was somebody who was uh, who was really strong in his faith. He somebody that even growing up, you know, like he would, uh, try to talk to me about how, um, how I should share, uh, the gospel with others and how important that was. And, you know, there's one point where this is, this is before I was born, but I think it was like my dad and my uncle John and then my grandma and grandpa were in a, were in a, like a truck or like a car of some van of some sort together. I think it was a truck. Right. And they were driving, I think it was like they were countryside. I'd have to, I'd have to check, but, and there was one point where, uh, all of a sudden, and my dad and my uncle were in the back and my grandma and grandpa were up in the front. And then all of a sudden they stop and my grandma's climbing in the back because my grandpa's picking up a hitchhiker. And it's like, what? And he just starts sharing the gospel with this hitchhiker as they're, as he's driving along with this random guy that he's never met before or seen or interacted with before. He's just sharing the gospel with him. Like how awesome is that? Right. But one thing to note was my grandpa wasn't perfect. My grandpa, he made mistakes, right? Uh, Nobody was perfect. And one example of somebody who was amazing, but honestly wasn't perfect is Job. Job from the Bible, the book of Job, you know. Uh, And honestly, neither any of the pastors at the church you go to, none of them are perfect either. And I'm far from perfect. I got a lot to work on. And honestly... I mean, there's a lot of things that I struggle with. Even as a Bible college student, I struggle with a lot of things. I'm constantly working to grow my faith and to grow closer with God. And I'm a lot closer with him now, at least in a way. I'm a lot closer, still working on kind of going through some things here and there. But, you know, I'm a lot closer with him now than when I first started, right? And it is important that we evaluate our own faith, right? Honesty is the first step. And and I say that because what I was trying to say earlier is even right now, it's like 
you know, even like today I had a, a prayer time today and it was great. And like, you know, there's times where I feel really close and there's times where I don't today. I don't, I can't say in this moment, I feel super close, but, and then there's other moments where I feel a lot closer. It just, and that, that's, that's kind of, um, that can be challenging at times because what we need to work towards having is unwavering faith and that's unwavering. You know, that's just being steady and that's not, you know, that's not your faith going up and down. So rather than focusing on trying to have strong faith all the time, maybe a good first step would be to focus on having unwavering faith, right? So let's open our Bibles up to the book of Job 1. I'm going to start in verse 6, and I'm just going to start reading through. So if you just kind of want to follow along, I'm reading out of the NIV version. Uh, One day the angels came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came with them. The Lord said to Satan, where have you come from? I mean, that's kind of kind of strange because God knows that. But he wants Satan to answer. So Satan answered to the Lord from roaming throughout the earth, going back and forth on it. Um, remember, one thing to remember that's important is Satan is a created being just like we are, right? Satan wasn't around from the very beginning just like, like God. Satan is created just like we are. And then uh, verse number eight, then the Lord said, uh, where was I? I said, from roaming through the earth, going back and forth on it. Verse number eight. Then the Lord said to Satan, have you considered my servant Job? There is no one on earth like him. He is blameless and upright, a man who fears God and shuns evil. Right away, we see here God talking to Satan about Job. Um, let's go back a step, though. I'm, I'm skipping things here. I'd said a second ago that Satan's a created being just like we are. I mean, so is Job. But one thing to remember is my my first point, right? If a, if a sermon is listed in the three points, here's my first point. My first point is knowing Satan is limited can help us to rely on God and keep our faith. I'll say this again. Knowing Satan is limited can help us to rely on God and keep our faith. Satan can do nothing without God's permission. Satan also cannot see into our minds or see the future. If Satan could see the future, I mean, you guys know the story of Job, right? He would have known that Job wouldn't have broken under pressure. So let's keep going, right? Uh, let's see, verse number verse number nine, right? Does Job fear God for nothing? Satan replied. Have you not put a hedge around him and his household and everything he has? You have blessed the work of his hands so that his flocks and herds are uh, spread throughout the land. Excuse me. But now stretch out your hand and strike everything he has, and he will surely curse you to your face. But, sorry. But the Lord said to say, and very well, then everything he has is in your power. But on the man himself, do not lay a finger. Then Satan went out from the presence of the Lord. One day, when Job's sons and daughters were feasting and drinking wine at the oldest brother's house, a messenger came to Job and said, The oxen were plowing and the donkeys were grazing nearby. And the Sabaeans attacked and made off with them. They put the servants to the sword, and I am the only one who has escaped to tell you. While he was speaking, another messenger came and said, The fire of God fell from the heavens and burned up the sheep and the servants, and I am the only one who has escaped to tell you. And then while that servant was speaking, while he was still speaking, another messenger came and said, The Chaldeans formed three raiding parties and swept down on your camels and made off with them. 
They put the servants to the sword, and I am the only one who has escaped to tell you. And while he was still speaking, yet another messenger came and said, Your sons and daughters were feasting and drinking wine at the oldest brother's house, when suddenly a mighty wind swept in from the desert and struck the four corners of the house. It collapsed on them, and they are dead. And I am the only one who has escaped to tell you. At this, Job got up, tore his robe, and shaved his head. Then he fell to the ground in worship. So note, note right here, right? As I was, as one thing was happening, one servant was still speaking, and then another came, and then another came, and they all came with good news all simultaneously, like all at once. This wasn't something that happened over time. This all happened at once. Job lost everything, but Job praised God. Notice, let's see here. Um, then he fell to the ground in worship. Verse 21 said, and said, Naked I came from my mother's room and na womb, and naked I will depart. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. May the name of the Lord be praised. Verse number 22 says, In all this Job did not sin by charging God with wrongdoing. Notice how it says he did not sin by charging God with wrongdoing. All of that happened, and he did not sin. He did not blame God once. All of that happened, and he's like, all right, God gave it. God take God took it away. Praise God. I mean, let's face it. If this were to happen to me, I would not do that well. I would be angry. I get angry over things that are not nearly that big. So I don't think I'd be able to handle that. I'll just be honest, right? Uh, again, going through sermon, my point number two would be God knows we are not going to be perfect in our faith. I mean, this may sound strange because God's because God commands us to be perfect, right? Matthew five forty eight, uh, Jesus says, "Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect." So how can we be perfect, right? God commands us to be perfect, and we can't be perfect. But we can aspire to be as much like Christ as possible. We can aspire to be Christ-like. We must separate ourselves from the world's sinful values. We must be devoted to what God's desires are, just like we expect. Just like we expect different behavior from like a baby and a child and a teenager and adult, right? They're all at different points in their lives. God expects different behavior from us depending on our stage of spiritual development. Somebody who's a brand new Christian, God's not going to expect them to act the same as somebody who is five years into their Christian journey and maybe going into Bible college. Does that mean that the person who's going into Bible college needs to be better than the person who's new in their faith? No, that just means that the farther along in your faith, the more effort, honestly, we should make to be intentional with God and our be intentional in growing our faith in order for us to grow in our faith with Christ. I mean, again, we, again, we must strive to be Christ-like. And then in order for us to be able to strive to be Christ-like, we must work to grow in our faith with Christ. Our tendency to sin must never deter us from striving to be more like Christ. I remember several years ago, I said at my grandpa Ruben's house, and I, I said this earlier, he would he told me several he would tell me how important it was that we share the gospel with others and the good news with others and i remember one time in particular 
I don't remember exactly what he said, and I wish I could, but I don't. But I remember that. I remember having a conversation about that. I remember I was sitting on the little um, little footrest thing that was also a trampoline. He was sitting in his chair, and you know, if anyone was going to seize the opportunity to share the gospel, it was my grandpa. That's just how it is. That's that's who he was, right? And then uh, last year on the 6th of September, my grandpa passed away. And he lived a long life of over 90 years. And right, and sorry, and the thing that I will always remember my grandpa for was his faith. That's what many people remember him for. I will always remember him for his faith in God and his faith to share the gospel. My grandpa was somebody who preached many sermons and made it a made the made it like the point in his life to share the gospel. And this leads me to my third point, right? Sermon three points. Point number three. We can share our faith by living a godly life. And that comes from our faith in Christ. If we grow our faith in Christ, it can help us to live a godly life. When I was in um elementary school, I remember I had a teacher who was he was battling cancer. He was like a really cool teacher. Um, this teacher was also my neighbor, like a few blocks down the street. His daughter was in my class. But I remember, I like this sticker from him, right? And the sticker was, uh, it had like, it was like the Jesus fish, right? And it had like a cross in it. I think it had like a football mixed in it. I don't, I don't remember for sure. I don't actually have the sticker. I don't know where it ended up. But on the sticker... It said, keep the faith. And, you know, thanks to the grace of God, he won the battle and is now in remission. And as far as I know, I haven't, it hasn't popped back up. So that's what I encourage you guys to do is keep the faith. Don't, don't focus, don't focus on how much you can build your relationship first. I encourage you guys to focus on building unwavering faith first before you focus on how much you can build it. That's my challenge to you guys. Focus on keeping the faith. Focus on doing your best to live a godly life. And that's a great way to share your faith. Is You don't have to go around and share the gospel with every single person because in some situations you can't. Some like Maybe you work a job where you can't or maybe you're at school where you have a teacher that tells you where you can't. But what you can do is live a godly life and live a Christian example. And by doing that, that allow that helps you to share your faith, right? Just one way to be a great witness is to just live a godly life, is to do your best to live a godly life. Because more than likely, you're going to be somebody's first um, impression of Jesus. You're going to be somebody's first impression of God. That's one thing to remember when you're interacting with somebody who's a non-believer or somebody who has never even heard the name of Jesus. There's three billion people on the planet who've never even heard the name of Jesus. So just remember that when you're talking with somebody, right? So this is what, I, again, this is what I challenge you to do. I challenge you to focus on keeping the faith. Keep the faith. Focus on being a witness. Who is going to share the gospel with that person that's next, that's locker buddies with you at school or is desk mates with you at work, right? 
who's going to share the gospel with them? God has you right where he wants you. If you're listening to God and you're doing your best to follow his will for your life, he's got you right where he wants you. I mean, either way, he does, because God has a plan for your life. So instead of focusing on oh, where you want to be in the future, focus on the now and focus on how you can keep the faith and share the gospel with the people you are around now. Keep the faith. So that's my message. That's something that I had wrote a while back. I think I probably said more the first time I did it. I probably expanded on it more. But I mean, that's it. That's what I have to say. If you guys have any questions, uh, please feel free to ask. If you disagreed with something that I shared or, shared or something that I taught, please talk to me about it. Send a message. Um, a lot of the people that listen to this podcast know me in person. Come find me. Challenge me. I may be wrong. I'm not perfect. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Show me, you know? I'm here to learn just like you guys. I am I'm not perfect. I'm not I'm not a minister, I'm not a pastor, I'm not even in a high position, I'm just a Bible college student. And and that doesn't make me better than anybody else. I'm just I'm just somebody who's here to learn. So um yeah, that's what I had to say. Um I know that this is kind of a shorter podcast. It's kind of a kind of an easier one, more of a laid back one. Um but thank you guys for listening. Let us know what you want to see in future episodes. If you liked this kind of style of a sermon series, like a sermon pop uh, episode uh, let us know sorry my cat is making noise uh, let us know maybe some of the other people on the podcast would be willing to kind of do more kind of a sermon style for the podcast if you want to see us you know if you don't like this kind of style of podcast you want to go back to just the conversations i mean yeah let us know what you guys want to see from us let us know what you guys want to hear us talk about or yeah and we're here so let me pray and then we'll close this out right all right Lord, thanks again for today. Thank you again for this opportunity to be able to share this, uh, your word, God. Thank you for the opportunity to be able to just uh, dive in and learn new things and to be able to, um, to have the chance to just share a message, God. God, thank you for everybody listening. I ask that you bless everybody listening this week, that you bless them uh, throughout the week and everything that they're doing. If they're going through something, God, I pray that you have the, your hand in their life. God, thanks again for this opportunity. In your name we pray. Amen. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, again, please, please let us know what you want to see for future episodes. we got some summer episodes coming up. we got a couple cool episodes coming up that we have planned. Yeah, all right. See you guys next time.